Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. We've all got a lucky friend, the one who wants a big new TV and boom, suddenly that TV's on sale. Some people always seem to get the best opportunities or the best deals. Well, now some people are all people at AT&T because AT&T is giving all of their customers, both new and existing, the same great deals. That's right, everybody can get in on great AT&T deals all the time. Visit att.com slash best deals to learn more. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be but Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Listen to the voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Mm, got a radio show. Man, oh man, oh man. Grateful for it. Comes with a huge amount of responsibility. I didn't really know I was going to have to be this responsible. You know, um, can I share something with y'all? I started out um, to finally I had gotten on track and was able to see a way to even uh, pursue my dream. It has been a long a long trip that I've been on, and I've gone through so many phases of it. It It is rewarding along the way to accomplish your dreams. What I'm saying is this. Let, let me 
let me put it together because I got so much running through my head right now. You know, it's it's one thing to accomplish your dream, but there's joy in the process of achieving it. See, some people are so caught up in the goal, the final goal, that they find no joy, no enjoyment in the process. If you have found what it is you want to do and you strike out on that journey, please understand you are far more blessed than the average person. Do you understand that? To know what it is you really want to do to find your work in life, your purpose, to find out what direction you want to go in is such a blessing. The average person, if you sit down and talk to them, oftentimes don't have their life on track. And it'd be some people that you look at, you think got it going on because of their appearance, their swagger. Oh, they walk like it. They talk like it. They look like it. But if you sit down and talk to the average person, the average person, man, does not know what their purpose is, has not discovered what they want to do and have no idea how to get there. If you are on the other side of that, if you understand your purpose, if you have an idea of what you want to be and you are on your way there, you are truly blessed. And in that blessing, you must recognize it as a blessing. You must recognize the fact that you are, you are on the right side and that there should be a sense of accomplishment and a feeling of pride in you that you are on track to accomplish your goal. See, what used to happen was sometimes I used to keep my nose so on the grindstone that I wouldn't even look up and realize, man, hey, man, I know you're trying to get here, but Steve, hold on, man. Can't you see what you've done so far? Can't you find just some joy in the process? See, a lot of us lose the joy of the blessings God has given us because we're looking at the end talking about I ain't there yet. You're on your way. I'm going to give you an example. I had a friend who told me that they wanted to be a millionaire, and they asked me some questions, and I told them. So they started the process, and I am telling you, this dude works extremely hard. So about a year later, we were talking. He had found this business. He had uh, set his goal, and he was working towards it. Then about two years later, I ran up into him again. We were talking about it and everything. He said, man, I really, really appreciate the advice. He said, man, but this is this, this all jacked up, man, because I still ain't made that million I was talking about. I said, well, hey, man, just, just keep at it. It's coming. He said, man, keep at it. Man, you know how long I've been doing this? And, and I, I got quiet because, yeah, I know exactly how long you've been doing it. been two years now. And I didn't say that to him, but I said to myself, yeah, two years. He said, man, I've been grinding so long, man, it just, it ain't happening for me. I said, wait a minute, man, hold, hold on, hold on. I said, about how much you making right now a year? Man, about 250000 I, I I quit breathing. I said, well, my man, two years ago, <laughs> you didn't have a clue. Two years later, you making a quarter of a million dollars? I said, man, 
do you understand how blessed you are? I said, man, your family was about to get put out two years ago. You done bought a house? Yeah, man, but this ain't the house I really want. Whoa, whoa, partner. Whoa, I got that. I got that. House you really want, Mike? Mike called five, eight million. I don't know. But, man, y'all got a house. You making the payments. You driving. You ain't out no more. I said, hold on, man. You got to stop. I said, you got to stop. I said, man, because right now, man, you, you coming across as real ungrateful to me. So I know God, who has done all this for you, got to be looking at you with his arms folded. But then he God, so he probably handling it all together different. I was just speculating with him. And so he said, man, why you tripping like that, man? Man, you act like don't nobody want to have nothing but you. I said, whoa, man, where you going with this conversation? I said, oh, I didn't come to you. I just came to you and asked you how you doing. And I'm trying to point out to you that the journey that you started on, that you are on your way and you are in the process of accomplishing your goals. And can you not feel some joy and some pleasure in your accomplishment? Quit tripping on the fact that you ain't made a million yet. You on your way. You done went from, yo, he thought this dude was making $15,000 a year. You making quarter of a million dollars in two years, man. Come on, man. Can't you see? Can't you see? So he said eventually, ah, man, I kind of see what you're saying, but that ain't about nothing to me because I not ran up into him a year and a half later. How you doing, man? Man, I sure wish I'd appreciated my life when I had it like that. I said, what you mean had it like that? Man, I just fell on some hard times, man. I'm right back where I was. And then we talked. I said, hey, man, don't worry about it. I said, once you know how to accomplish something, I said, you just reapply the same principles and start on over again. Man, you know how hard it is to be to start over? Okay, my man, hold up, partner. You finna do yourself like this again? First, you wasn't grateful for what you had. Now you're looking at the fact that you might have to start over, and you know how hard it is to start over. But you have the knowledge, the principles, and you got a little bit of money to go on and get it going again. I said, man, don't keep doing this to yourself. I said, man, you ain't grateful no matter what God do for you. So what you need to do, partner, stop, reassess yourself. The fact that you were not grateful in the first place, could that be the reason where, you know, man, maybe I'm not calling it because I ain't God. I do not know how he think, nor do I claim to know. But let's just imagine for a moment. Let's just say maybe for a moment, maybe God said, okay, you ain't happy with this? Okay, then handle it your way. You obviously ain't happy with the way I'm bringing it into your life. You want to handle it your way? Go ahead and handle it. Because he will let you have it your way. Can I tell you that? He will let you do it exactly the way you want to it because he gives us all the power of choice. So then maybe... He said, okay, you don't appreciate the way I'm doing it. You don't like the favor I'm showing you. You think it's taking too long. I'm going to let you do it your way. I'm not going to turn my back on you. I'm just going to let you do it your way. Just, just say maybe he said that. And now he right back where he was. So what I tried to get the young cat to understand was, man, appreciate your life for what it is. Because like um, Life Jennings got that song that he got out off this album, Still, I Still Believe. It could have been worse. And now that it is worse, what's on your mind now? Folks, if you are on that side of life where you have figured out what you want to do, you know how you're going to get there and you know your purpose, you're accomplishing what the majority of people never, ever do. So be grateful for your process. Don't tumble yourself. Don't throw yourself off the cliff. It's going to be all right. Success takes a measure of time. 
It is not easy. If success were easy, everybody would be successful. All right, y'all. I'm sorry this morning if I sounded a little all over the place and a little jumbled, but that's how it came to me. So, you know, uh, y'all keep your head up. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 21 minutes after the hour. Steve Harvey Morning Show. (laughs) Won't he do it? (laughs) Won't he? Won't he? Do it. What is the answer? Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Morning, everybody. Morning, morning, morning. Morning, Steve. Morning, morning. Steve. Steve. I'm shocked you have so much energy this morning. You were all over last night. <laughs> I'm shocked. I got a whole night of TV. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. I'm just, man. Yes, you do. Think they put it in the bottom right corner. I can't even tell you, man, what's going on. Steve Harvey's ABC. (laughs) Yeah, that's all they needed, Julia. Uh-huh. It's Steve Harvey everything else. (sighs) Man. Everybody in good mood today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everybody good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's good coming Happy in. Happy Monday. Yeah. Like we just left. After man. a big uh-huh. Sunday. 20 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does seem like yeah. that, Jay. <laughs> Before we talk about that show. Yeah. That show. Let us all be oh. gathered in united prayer. For the Cavaliers, Cavaliers. I knew it. I knew it. This whole thing. Gracious God, our Father. By some miraculous deed of yours, some unrelenting will on behalf of the player. Tonight, Lord, you could just get this game back to Cleveland. I know it don't look likely, but I'm asking for the unseemingly, the unlikelihood. The improbable. I need you. We're asking all these things for the Cavaliers tonight as they face the wrath of the light-skinned people <laughs> out west. Light-skinned people with a couple of dog boys. That's yeah. a dangerous combination. <laughs> What's we're asking you, Heavenly Father? That a new Cavalier would rise up, Tristan, somebody, have a game out they draws. And get this game back to Cleveland by some way. I don't want nobody to get hurt. Protect them all. Keep them safe. Yes, Lord. But maybe if you could just help Stefan just not remember how to shoot. Don't hurt him, Lord. Just have a brain fart. 15 times in the game. Get Draymond a technical. Just look at me. I just need something to happen. Reach on the Warriors. The question is, Steve, you are the basketball guy. Can it happen? Can it really happen? Can that happen? Uh, Can the impossible happen? It's going to be tough. It's possible. Mm -hmm. It's going to be tough. <laughs> it ain't going to be Because the Warriors are praying to the Lord, too. The Warriors right praying, too. They're praying to the same Don't God. listen to Steve, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> we'll be back with Ask the CEO. As we start off this work week, it is Monday. 
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, it's his favorite segment. We struggle with it, we but really it's do. time for oh, Ask the really CEO like <laughs> on this Monday. It never goes well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he just mad. Well, oh, yeah. well, well. Here we are yeah. again. Mm-hmm. Good morning, staffers. Uh, good, good morning, morning, morning CEO. Well, let us begin on this glorious Monday morning. Questions for the CEO. What can mm-hmm. I do for you? Okay. Uh, yeah, I have a question, CEO. Alrighty. There have been several reports um, out lately that show that uh, employers can get the best work and production from their staffs if they treat them nicer, if they give them bonuses like at Christmas time, things like that. If, um, you know, just if they show more appreciation, they'll get better production out of their staff. Your thoughts, sir? Uh, exactly what job are you referring to? What Which company? Uh, any company. There was, a, there was a, a study done. Any company, just if you're an employer. Well, then I suggest you, you go that. to any one of them companies. <laughs> Because it ain't happening here. <laughs> if, you, if you have a staff, <laughs> they're saying <laughs> they're more appreciative. They're more. The more you appreciate them, the more productive they are. I find everybody's production on this show to be up to pass thus far. <laughs> Therefore, Good. I see no reason for <laughs> up the production. What <laughs> <laughs> about okay. bonuses? Yes. Yeah. Go Carla, right go ahead with Carla, your you question. It's a great question. Okay. So it's Monday, sir. We're starting off the oh, work sir. week. We want to get everybody motivated. You know, you just mentioned bonuses. That's a great way to get things going. You want to talk about that? Bonuses? I think the greatest motivation factor in the world is your check. <laughs> but that's. But we go beyond our checks, so we do our job. We go over and above. That's right, Shirley. Have you done anything to go beyond right now? You mean at this moment on the Mm -hmm. air right now? What time do you get off? Uh, Today, it'll be a little later. I think we're working a little later today. Well, after that, what do you do? Uh, I go home. There you have it. What does that mean? I don't. What does that have to do with the we bonus? Have to go home. You get off. You go home. You come uh-huh. to work. You get your check. That's how this works. <laughs> next yeah, question, but, please. Uh, next we question. don't pay go home money. All right, <laughs> All right here we go. Here wait, we go. wait, real, real, real quick. Go ahead, Jay. It's a not. It's really not a question. Uh, we just don't like the way you answer us. That's what, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Finally, somebody said it. I mean, we asked a question and the answer don't really feel friendly enough. Can we get more friendly answers? Well, that's absolutely fine with me. (laughs) (laughs) That was the friendly part. That's friendly. That's real friendly. Next question. Yeah, Junior. You know, uh, the game come on tonight. Cavaliers and... And you know, go to state. Do the company have a suite where we can get tickets and get over the game? Can we do that over here? No, this company is down in Atlanta. The Hawks ain't in it. <laughs> That's Cleveland and Golden State. Ain't no suites for this hill. But you from Cleveland? I'm from Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. And? I have a suite. Oh, you have a suite? I have a block named after me. In Cleveland, I went to school there. See that I? There is no I in us. There is no I in If you put an I in us, that is. And them is the facts. 
<laughs> all right. Uh, okay, maybe we're going about this yeah, all not, wrong. Yeah, we're not getting maybe the results we want. No matter no, where you want to, CEO <laughs> questions, you take it too long. Okay, all right, here we go. Um, okay, perhaps, you know, maybe we shouldn't ask for bonuses and extra money oh. and things like that. Maybe okay. we should ask for perks like um, love it. Yeah, you know, love like it. how about a um, a company car, maybe mm-hmm. you know, yeah. or gas allowance. Gas cards would be nice. Yeah, gas Car. allowance. Yeah, gas Ooh, card. Ooh, right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. If what this about that? CEO buy a woman a car, <laughs> it has to involve some type of sexual faith. <laughs> That's appropriate to say. If that's the case, I, I don't want to call it. Keep your car you. walking. <laughs> wow. Keep your damn car. My wife got a car. You know why? Because we sleep together. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> this is in lieu of bonuses, yeah, in lieu of monetary bonuses, yeah. bonuses. Yeah. I don't give a damn what Lou said. You can, Lou don't work here. <laughs> Who is Lou? It never goes right. It never goes right. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Okay, so maybe I can ask this question about uh, resources and, mm. and budgets and capital budget to get maybe new equipment and upgrading right, right, computers right. and it. laptops. Love it. Love and, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can Phones. take care of them. This is a radio so, show. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You want to upgrade a laptop, you need a job at Apple. <laughs> you work with microphones, talking jokes, entertaining, and news. That's what we do. We don't got to upgrade mics. All our mics is working. All our mics is clear. Now, you want a new computer, you need to work at a computer store. Go see what they all got. But we need the computer to look up the news and the information. I don't give a damn how you get the news. Can, well, that's why we need new computers, sir. Right, How'd you get the news you discussing now? Well. Not going well. All right. Not going well. Uh-huh. Listen, right. listen, Jay. I got them. Stay with me, y'all. Support me. The we other, look the it other. up on the computer. That's mm-hmm. how we get it. Did your computer come uh, on last night? Yes. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> All right. Why would you need a new one when the old one still cutting on? <laughs> Jay. Yes, I have. Could we have? I mean, yeah. it's, it's. I know you're very busy, but could we have more like family outings where we would all be? Together we're not a family, we, sir. This we, is a couple. We are. I'm not. I'm not you got to, kids. What? Have your family time with your family. Like we are yeah, couple. Like t- yeah. Team building, yeah, bowling, stuff, yeah. the movie, morale building. Yeah, yeah. we don't bowl on the radio. <laughs> we eat. We eat. Can you take us to lunch? Can you, yeah. Some gift cards. We don't go to lunch at the same time. Some Starbucks cards or something. Something. No donuts. <laughs> Bring us some donuts. What happened to breakfast? Yeah. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. yeah. You know, because we worked. Did you so have early. breakfast today? No, no. I didn't. <laughs> you got right, to start uh, eating your breakfast. Like you would perform better. <laughs> All right. C- coming up, uh, church complaints. Uh, it- it'll be right after this jam. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, this crazy show, we'll talk about game five of the NBA Finals tonight. <sighs> then Miss Ann, is, I know, I know. Then Miss Ann will be here with our national news. But right now it's Monday. Reverend Motown, Reverend Adnoiter here 
with uh, church announcements and church complaints. What's going on? Oh, let River Motown start first. Go ahead, River Motown. You got it. We, we, my older brother who got me into the ministry is here today. With church announcements, we would have complaints, but we've released Deacon temporarily. <laughs> so we going to start with announcement. Reverend Adnoid, go, go, go here with your announcement. First of all, good morning, everybody. It is not nice to start a morning without saying. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Carla. Good morning to you. Good morning, Carla. How you doing? Good morning. Good morning, Reverend Good morning, Shelly Strawberry. Good morning, you. How you doing today? Good morning, Reverend We really need to move along with the announcements. I want to speak to people. We've already spoke today. I would like to take my time and speak to the people. You're going to mess around. Your segment going to be over. I could care less until I speak to these young people. Good morning, Junior. Morning, Red Man. Tell me nothing to speak to people. I want to speak to people. What's wrong with that? Who am I hurting by speaking to people? <laughs> Hell, that hurts somebody to speak to people. Hurry up and speak to everybody. <laughs> so damn rude. You hurry up, you hurry up and speak to people. <laughs> just speak to people? Good morning to you, brother. They are brothers. Yeah. I forgot about that. You know, Mama liked him best. She always liked him oh, best. Anyway, these are today's church announcements. Not nice to talk about from the everybody. Plenty of tickets for the hit play starring Yolanda Adams, Fred Hammond, and Kirk Franklin. Tall, wide, and short. You got to go see this play. Tall, wide, and short. Really? <laughs> Plenty of tickets for the hit gospel. Too tall, too wide, too short. <laughs> too tall, too wide, too short. So, oh, oh, you seem to be singing and laughing the whole time. <laughs> All invited to stay. Too tall, too short, too wide. Too tall, too short, too wide. If you're not skinny and you have on skinny jeans and you show up at church, we will ask your ass to leave, okay? <laughs> we have had enough of this. We are. Need you to be uh, mindful of the language barrier. Behind, behind. Uh, Thank you. I'm just Thank so you. when I wrote it, I was thinking. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, Noid. I'm ahead. so sorry. I got called up. I got called. He called him Noid. Yeah. Noid. <laughs> Noid. That's what we called him growing up. Noid. Noid. Oh, I didn't know that. Noid. Short for Adnoid. The white people who like to sit close to the exits have been asked to mingle. Oh, I'll mingle. Everything okay? You're going to be all right in here? Up in here? Everything going to be right up in here, up in here? <laughs> now, outside you might have a little worry, but once you up in here, uh, it's cool. Mingle. Okay. In the Lord's house. The Lord's oh. house. Mm-hmm. Africans who never pick a color scheme will meet in meeting room four. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Af- Africans who never seem to pick one color scheme. I mean, they have on shakes, plaids, polka dots, dots. I mean, hounds too. They could, they uh, could kill less. Now that is really a true statement. We're asking our African membership to please the shock value of some of the combinations have created quite a stir at the church. Uh, last Easter, uh, Sister Rwanda's baby girl, uh, Falafalaya, had on a bright yellow 
neon uh, Easter dress with kenta cloth and lime green socks. Preach on it. Preach on it, brother. Something you've never heard an African say. Do these two things go together? <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta die. We got to stop this. <laughs> Me room four. I didn't know you had a dress code. I didn't know. Do these fabrics go together? <laughs> I can't know. I've Me never heard that. You're right, though. Yeah, you never will, either. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Not at this church. Okay, one more, and then we're going to be up out of here. <laughs> diabetics have been asked, uh -oh. diabetics have been asked not to walk by the sweet tea. It's that damn sweet. Wow. Walk, walk away from the sweet tea. If you, if you don't want your sugar to shoot up through the roof. Just by walking just by? That, when I tell you that tea is so sweet. Brother, am I telling the truth? Talk to him, brother. Go yes, ahead, you brother. have. We have uh, put extra, extra sugar in it. We've used a combination uh -huh. of raw sugar. Yeah. Cane sugar, domino uh -huh. white sugar. Whoa. And we've thrown in mm -hmm. 18 packs of Splendor. <laughs> Why? Why? To Why? give it a little bit of bite. <laughs> <laughs> so it ain't just tangy, it's something else. <laughs> it's sweet tea. And we also are asking all the sickle cell. Mm -hmm. Anemia people that go to the church wear jackets because we're turning the air down to 68. <laughs> talking to me? Yeah. It's whoever needs it. Get Preach it on it, brother. Preach on it, brother. Couple more, couple more. 60. Couple more. We have our prayers go out to Sister Arnez Jenkins. Oh. She's in the hospital. And our prayers go out. We're going to go I'm up there sorry. and lay hands on her and pray with her. You know, spit some Bible verses, yeah. something that comes to mind. I don't know a lot of them, but spit, spit some verses. <laughs> she learned the hard way that all white women don't back down. So um, she's in the hospital right now. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> she, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> she learned the hard way that, <laughs> that all white women yeah. don't back down. <laughs> We are uh, back in on her report. Uh, she's been in the hospital. A white woman whooped her ass almost to death. You can't say ass. You can't. Well, when you, I had to on that side. Whooped her. Behind, behind, it, it, it ain't but one way to say what happened to her. Uh -huh. That white woman was busy. <laughs> The way she was punching her, it was like a blur. The way the fists were going so fast in her face, like a blur. You know, like the And it was, it got ugly because the white woman used the phrase that a lot of black people should learn. Go head on now. She said Go ahead, brother. To the white woman. The white woman said that to her. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. She obviously didn't hear. 
That is the ultimate warning coming from anybody. What, yeah. what is it again? Go head on now. Uh, with the hand up. With the hand up oh. in the face. It starts with a simpler version. All right now. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right now. That's a warning. Uh-huh. She was warned, yes. Man. Wow. So, this has been today's church announcements. Always in party, we'd like to say good morning, everybody. <laughs> Thank you, brother, for having me. Thank you. Always uh-huh. good. Thank you for coming, Noah. Good work. Brother Matt, knowing my old brother. Good motive. Yeah. Breathing treatment. <laughs> Ignorant mess. I know. All right. Uh, <laughs> Miss Ann. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, um, excuse me, Miss Ann is standing by with today's headlines. But first, Steve, we talked about it earlier, but tonight is game five of the NBA Uh. Finals. Going down, yeah, yeah, in (laughs) Oakland at the Oracle Arena. What is going on with Warriors player Draymond Green's mother, though? What's happening? Um, His mom, uh, Mary, was apparently involved in a hostile situation with Cleveland Cleveland fans in Cleveland. Uh, And police got involved. Then then Draymond Green's mom tweeted, it's official, the refs have been paid. Draymond has um, tried to delete his mom's Twitter account before because Mama Green sees nothing wrong with her online rant, saying, I talk on Twitter like I sit and talk at home. You know, you're watching a game. I'm just sitting there like everyone else. I'm excited. I want to talk. But when she wants to talk, she takes to Twitter. <laughs> get your mama. Dude. Get your mama, dude. Man, get your mama. But you know what, man? A lot of mothers create drama for their sons the way they behave in the stands and stuff. You have a responsibility, too. Just like your son has to behave a certain way. Yeah. yeah as a working. member of the league and a team, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you have to behave a certain way as the mama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. Please don't let it be. Hey man, mama, LeBron though. had to tell his mama to sit down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I understand yeah. you're excited, but you can't mm-hmm. you can't mess up your boy. Yeah. Out yeah. here messing yeah. around. But these yeah. does explain Draymond text now. Mm. <laughs> Generations <laughs> of it, Junior. Yeah, well, mama and mamas think they have something invested because they took you to all the practices. They uh-huh. were there for everything. Mm-hmm. So by the time you make it, they want to speak out, you know. Right. But why do you yeah. want to ruin it, though? You can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why do you want to make it bad for your son? Yeah. 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 Come yeah. on now. Sit down and yeah. watch the game. Mm-hmm. This ain't your yeah. time. This is his time to shine. Yeah. 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 Your... But you can't mom, tell your classic. mama that. No. How do you say that right. to your mama? You you but can't. he bought you a house and a car. Mm-hmm. Sit your ass down somewhere. You can't say that to your mom. <laughs> you just can't. You just can't say, go sit your ass down. LeBron did at a well, game. LeBron he told his mom yeah, to yeah, sit yeah. down. Yeah. He did. With the finger yeah. pointing. Yeah. He did. <laughs> sit down. Yeah. Well, uh, tonight. Tonight. Tonight is the night. Light skin will take over tonight. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. It will be done tonight. <laughs> tonight. There's too many light skinned boys out there for him. It's just too if many. If it of them. ain't over tonight, <laughs> yeah, yes, Steve. it's gonna get real ugly. Oh yeah, yeah. It's gonna get real ugly if the Cavs miraculously can win mm-hmm. this game tonight. It'd be ugly if they can get this thing out of Oakland. Let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. You can't come back to Cleveland. Yeah, it's a wrap. There's oh, gonna be a war, and good. then see if they lose tonight, all the pressures on Golden State. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Of, 
because, oh, God, we don't want to get back on this plane and go back up to Cleveland. Cleveland going to be going, man, we going home. It's a whole nother story. And if they can win this game tonight, well, look, I know it's improbable. I got that. But, Lord, if we do. <laughs> Lord, if we do. These things asking your name. all right bring her up steve she is here ladies and gentlemen miss ann tripp thank you thank you good morning that's right it's uh, it's possible not probable but it is possible so we can cross our fingers everybody out there good morning everybody this is ann tripp with the news california democratic senator diane feinstein on cnn state of the union is calling again for the judiciary committee to hear testimony involving claims of possible obstruction of justice by president trump there is an opportunity to look at the law with respect to obstruction of justice, to hold a hearing, and also to have um, those relevant people come before the Judiciary Committee. Of course, Senator Feinstein's comment has come on the wake of fired FBI Director James Comey's testimony last week before the Senate Intelligence Committee raising questions of possible obstruction by the president. And now U.S. Attorney General Jeff Sessions is scheduled to testify before the Senate <laughs> Intelligence Committee tomorrow. Don't laugh. Meanwhile, Trump is expected to announce that if he really has those tapes of his conversations with James Comey or if he was just saying that just to, I don't know, shake up the tree or whatever he might have been doing. We'll see sometime this week. OK, the Reverend Jesse Jackson slamming the NFL for refusing to hire Colin Kaepernick, not even as a backup quarterback. Kaepernick, of course, you remember, opted out of his contract with the 49ers becoming a free agent. He's choosing rather to kneel during the playing of the national anthem to demonstrate his ire and sadness about the ever-growing number of un unarmed, mostly black men, but also black women who were being killed, mostly by white cops who were getting off when they went to court, if they went to court. Interracial marriage became legal in the U.S. 50 years ago today when a white man named Richard Loving and his black wife Mildred forced to leave their native Virginia, fought for the right to live wherever they wanted as man and wife before the Supreme Court. Before the Loving's case, marriage in this country was prohibited in at least a third of the states, not just between blacks and whites, but between blacks, between whites and Filipinos, Native Americans, Asians, Asian Indians, and basically all non-whites. Nick Gordon's in the news again. Nick Gordon, the adopted brother and boyfriend of the late Bobby Christina Brown, has been arrested for allegedly beating up his new girlfriend over the weekend in a jealous rage. Cops in Sanford, Florida, say Gordon and his lady friend, Laura Leal, got into an argument that turned violent, ending up with Gordon allegedly hitting and punching the woman in the face and in the back Ooh, of the head. He needs Gordon a says, mentor. I don't know. He says he was abused by her, but the cops saw the uh, injuries and told her to go to the hospital. And sad news. <laughs> Yeah, after yeah. Adam yeah. West has oh, died. Man. Adam West, perhaps yeah. best remembered for his TV series portrayal of Batman. He was 88 years old. Tops at the box office for the second weekend in a row, Wonder Woman. What? Bringing in another $57 million. Yes. Wonder Woman has now made a whopping $435 million globally. Tom Cruise's new one, The Mummy, was in second place, $32 million, but he made over $148 million worldwide, especially in China. Today is National Running Day, National June Bug Day, which I'm a June Bug, and National Chocolate Ice Cream Day. Chaka, 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 chaka. We'll be back with Eugene the Butterfly 20 minutes after the hour. Stay tuned. Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. That looks good. It does. Yeah, yeah he looks like Pop. He really does. He really does look a lot like him.
All right, so uh, Mr. Harvey, last night was the season premiere of Celebrity Family Feud. Yeah. And that's not all. <laughs> you own the night, sir. It was also <laughs> the premiere of Steve Harvey's Thunderdome. Yeah. Uh, this, yeah, this is a seed funding competition reality series where two up-and-coming inventors go head-to-head and audience votes who will win the money, okay? The show was fun. It was clever, Steve. There were a lot of winners uh, that we didn't see coming. For example, during the soap bar pitches, listen to LaTanya make her pitch for the V-Smart Bar. It's an all-natural feminine care product. Check it out. Yearly, ladies will experience a yeast infection, urinary tract infection, and possibly an odor. Okay, brothers, now we know when a cookie is shut down, the whole house is shut down. Your face. That's a I know. I know. If you didn't see the show last night, I hope you did because you missed Steve Harvey's face. This was classic Steve Harvey. Any way you look at it, Steve, you were mortified at that moment. I know. Uh, need to let this woman on TV. So you don't know who's coming out before they come I out? I have Steve. no idea. I don't rehearse anything. I just meet him for the first time and interview him and let him pitch and the audience decides who gets the funding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you have a choice at the end That's when I bring what, yeah. you up. You don't know who the audience voted for. 500 mm-hmm. people in there with iPads. You right. don't know who they voted for. So I give so you a could, chance to cash out and I offer you money on this wheel. Mm-hmm. And you can take the money and walk away or you can at wait any and point. see if they voted for you. If they mm-hmm. voted for you, you win the money. If they didn't vote for you, you go home with nothing. Wow. So it was it was a wash so, for the yeah well, a well, soap yeah right it was <laughs> right Jay it was, it was two soap contenders mm-hmm. Latoya was one and there was a, a a son and a mom contestant for the other soap um, uh, thing pitch so anyway when Steve offered them the chance to cash out the guys on the other team cashed out because they said they like Latanya's product because the young man said, my girlfriend needs that. Yes. I was like, oh my wow. God. He said that on television? <laughs> he said that on national yes. TV. Wow. He said, yeah, I'm, I'll cash out because my girlfriend needs that. All right. Latanya won. So Latanya. She won $10,000 for her product. Wow. Yeah, she gave a pitch. Because yeah, <laughs> what it is, all is pitches. Mm-hmm. you tell abctrials.com how much money you're looking to take your business to the next level. Mm-hmm. Some people looking for 10,000, 20,000, 50,000, 100. You apply, we put the two together that's looking for the same amount of money but pitching in the same area. Mm-hmm. And then that's how it works. That's right. And, and oh lord. All right, coming up next, Jay Anthony Brown is going to murder another hit. Yes. We'll be back at 34 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, introduce your boy. It's time for him. boys. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as you (laughs) You hired him. (laughs) Time to murder the hit. Thank you. Thank you so much. Certainly. Thank you. All right, first of all, can I do my little plug? It's going down this weekend. The OGs of comedy, Houston, Texas, George Wallace, Don DC Curry, yours truly, and Hope Flood. Okay. Right. Houston, Where? Texas. Sounds like a great show. Yeah. And the arena in Houston this weekend. Okay. Sunday. The arena theater. The arena theater, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, here it is. A hey, man, stale. we ain't on in Houston. You worse than Tommy. We're not on in Houston. Uh-uh. <laughs> 
No. <sighs> well, call somebody who lives in Houston <laughs> and tell them <laughs> that we coming. Okay. <laughs> still coming. Don't try to crush my dreams, Steve. <laughs> we um, make a phone you, call, send a text. Here we go. It's by Estelle. Is that how you say her name? Uh-huh. Estelle. Uh-huh. Yeah. Her song was Conqueror. Uh-huh. It's a great song. Oh, yeah. This song that's coming up ain't nothing like that. <laughs> it's called... <laughs> It's called Snorer. <laughs> we all know somebody. Oh, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> 2 a.m. I tiptoe in the house. It's time to lay down. Guess I hear exactly where you are. I crawled in the bed, baby's knocked out. Try to go to sleep, how? TV left on, ain't like you're bothered by the sound. You're loud, I'm awake. You've got slob on your face. I should wake your ass up I can't sleep at all With you next to me My woman's a snorer I never sleep peacefully Sound like a chainsaw That's up and down But man, when she shut them eyes, (laughs) it's over. It's over with. How could you be that fine and make sounds like that? Were you surprised? No. The first time you hear it, you're like, but you're so you're so pretty. How do you do that? That's funny. Wow. Man. A uh-huh. new one Friday for your murders to hit. Thank you, Mr. Javi. <laughs> Steve, oh, you dude. there? <laughs> What's wrong, Steve? No, I mean, I don't know the song. Ain't nothing I can do. Oh, 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 don't matter though. Sound like yeah, you have to watch it. Empire. I gotta yeah, watch Empire. You have to watch Empire. It was it was a hit. Yeah, it was a hit song. Yeah. Oh, it was on Empire? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, it was a big yes. hit. Mm-hmm. I ain't never mm-hmm. seen Empire. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 not, not the, 
Yeah. No, I've never seen a single episode of it. Never seen it. All right, coming up. Power. <laughs> coming up next, uh, Nephew Tommy is a prank phone call. It's coming up right after this. I didn't jam. see Thunderdome last. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. <laughs> Crazy show. All right, uh, it's time for the prank phone call. This one's called, I'm Marrying Your Baby. Me and your baby what? getting married. <laughs> I'm marrying your baby. Say what? Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, listen out for the strawberry letter, too. It's coming up. Uh, the subject to that is, she was determined to have my child. But here's a prank phone call with the nephew. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach, I'm trying to reach uh, Mr. Yes, this is he. Hey, Mr. How you doing? I'm trying. Let me let me make I'm sure um, I'm calling the right person. Your daughter is Crystal. Yes. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I got the right person. Hey, listen. Uh, what I wanted to do, Mr. Ridges, is call and introduce myself to you, and let you know who I was. My name is Jeff. Uh, Jeff. And I've been uh seeing Crystal. Uh, you know, pretty much like the last five to six months. And I wanted to um, let you know that I'm very, very interested in you. And in, 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 I know this kind of crazy for you to get a phone call from me, but I'm very interested in, in Crystal right now. And I wanted to, you know, I just wanted to do the man thing and just reach out to you, man, and say I'm really interested in in, uh, in marrying your daughter. And marrying my daughter? Wait, wait, hold, hold, hold on, man. What 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 did you say your name was again? Uh, my name is Jeff. Jeff. Okay, uh, Jeff, Jeff, listen, I'm very close with my daughter, and my daughter has never, ever mentioned you. I talk with my daughter every day. Wow, I don't know what that's about, but it's been like about five, close to six months that me and Crystal been, you know, going out, you know, up here at the school. But what I wanted to do is tell you that I, I really, really, really like Crystal, man, I, uh, and I wanted to call and tell you that, you know, I'm really... Really interested in marrying Crystal. You know, I mm-hmm. want I I really do want Crystal to be my wife. Mm-hmm. Well, again, I've never heard of you before. And my daughter has never ever mentioned you. My daughter isn't dating anybody right now. My daughter's in grad school. I understand that and you know, we you know, it, it it's been you know, we've been, you know, a little back and forth or whatever, but you know, the main thing is me and Crystal really you know, we really we really do love each other, Miss and I wanna um Okay, but if you love my daughter, she would have told me that she was in love with someone. Well, you know what? You know, and, and maybe it's a situation where Krista is like a little, maybe a little uneasy about talking to you about it. You know what I'm saying? My daughter can talk to me about anything. We talk every day. Right, right. Just, just like you, I talk to my daughter every day. Your daughter? And how old is your daughter? My daughter's 15. Hold, 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 hold on one minute, man. You said your daughter was 15. Right, right, right. Okay, well, how old are you? I'm 46. 46? You 46 years old, and you want to marry my 25-year-old daughter? Let me say this right here. Love ain't got no limit, man. And I understand, I, you know, I was a little shocked at first about the uh, the age difference between us, but you get, you know what, man? I'm more shocked than me. Okay, and I understand that, but what I'm trying to explain to you, man, is that it, it come a time, man, where you just you just don't know what's gonna happen, man. Love just love is love, man. And you've been locked up on parole at the university on work release and met my daughter. 
Yeah. I'm going to say this, man. Crystal is just a beautiful person, man. Uh, hold on, man. You calling me at the blue with all this shit. Look, man, I'm at work. I got a lot of work on my damn desk, and you calling me telling me you uh, uh, former jailbird wants to marry my daughter, my 25-year-old daughter, and you damn near 50, you damn near my age and want to marry my daughter? Man, I am not trying to talk to you about this shit. What I need to do is I need to talk to Crystal and get to the bottom of this. That's what the hell I need to do. Hey, and I understand that, Mr. You, you was probably going to want to talk to her, and, and I ain't got no problem with that. What I'm trying to explain to you is that, man, love ain't got no limit, man. It's just something that happened. Crystal loved me. I love her. And, and, it, and it is what it is. I just want to try to get your blessings on this. You can't get my blessings. You lost your Mom, how the hell are you getting gonna marry my daughter? Man, my daughter's been in private school all her damn life. She was on the dean's list all four years of college, and she's going to grad school. And are you gonna marry my daughter that you met on your work release? Hey, Miss, I understand that. What I'm, what I'm trying to explain to you that, you know what, man, sometimes love is right the second time around. You understand what I'm saying? What the hell you mean the second time? I got kids already. What I'm trying to say is, it didn't work out with me on the first time. What I wanted to do, man, is just call you and solidify the culinary experience. Culinary? Culinary got to do with food. What the hell is you talking about? Look, 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 look. I got to talk to my daughter. I'm going to call Crystal and I'm going to find out what the hell is going on. Because, look, man, I'm not even trying to have this conversation with you. And I, 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 I Mr. Paris, I understand yeah. all that. I understand what you're saying. What I want to say to you is this right here. Crystal is 25. I, I, even if you don't agree with this here, we're going to elope and make sure that and we get Look here. You ain't doing a thing with my daughter unless it's my Look here, man. You ain't doing with my Daughter. I don't even know your jailbird. You ain't doing. I'm gonna call my daughter, find out who you really are. Cause lost your mind. If you think your old jailbird is gonna be marrying my daughter, my daughter's got a future. You ain't got. What the hell is wrong with you? You lost mind. I'm not gonna sit and go back and forth with you, Miss. Me and Crystal getting married. That will not happen under any circumstances. No. I don't care what you think the circumstances are, me and Crystal getting married. That's that it. Not the love, man. I don't know who the hell you think you are. What the is wrong with you? Say, how about that? what it's got to be. I got one more thing I need to say, and then me and Crystal just going to come over there and, 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 and drive down there and tell you exactly what's going on in our life right what, now. What, you you, what, what the you got to say to me? Are you listening to me? Yes. What the hell you got to say to me? I got to say this. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your daughter, Crystal, and her boyfriend. Oh, ain't this some <laughs> I'm outside my job. And now the people looking at me like I'm crazy. Damn, <laughs> Man, your baby girl just wanted to put a smile on your face, man. I got to ask you, what is what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Man, the Steve Harvey morning show. <laughs> I'm going to get your ass crystal. Ooh, he's going to get it one day. Uh, Somebody's going to physically hurt soon. him. <laughs> soon. 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 Very soon. Y'all All quit right. holding me. I would have been there, buddy. Come on, Uncle Steve. Don't be like that. Hey, listen, our girl Mary J. Blige, um, 
Mary was ordered to pay $30,000 per month in spousal support to her cheating ex-husband. Wow. Uh, That's Kendu. not the issue, yeah. Shirley. <laughs> what? What? The cheating so part. <laughs> oh, oh! The judgment is temporary, and it's much less than 129 plus uh, thousand that Kendu originally asked for. The court apparently found that he was entitled to the money since he was used to a certain lifestyle. Uh, Mary J will also have to cough up retroactive spousal support dating back to September and attorney's fees. Dang, does she, what kind of lawyer? The judge was also, <laughs> uh, judge also was noted uh, that the couple lived beyond their means while they were married and have to pay back millions in taxes. Ugh. She could pay taxes if she didn't have to pay this child support. I don't support. want to speak on that. Spousal so. support. Anybody Man. having to pay money. Take my mic out. Uh, you know, uh, this is so wrong right here. This is, yeah, wow. this is not right. It just yeah. isn't. Mary Collins, $35 we can handle this situation. <laughs> he had a, a good attorney, apparently. Mm-hmm. She didn't have prenup. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I'll She's got to pay retroactive spousal support dating back to September, and she's got to pay his attorney's fees. This is not right. This is just not right. Mm-hmm. Now, is it not right because it's a woman or it's yes, just not right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I've paid way, way more Speak on it. But, you know, yeah, I think because it is a woman that it just reeks of unfairness, I guess. Yeah. You know, and um, I right. can understand where people are coming from. Good for the goose. You know, and because really we can. love Mary J, you know, we yes, love her. Yes, we do. We, we just girl. love no her. Mistake. We don't want her to have to go through mm-hmm. this, you know. For the goose. Me, as a guy, you know, I just get up going. Go on, go, go on about your business. You know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, coming up, the strawberry letter subject. She was determined to have my child. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Junior, come on and do the honors. Absolutely. Everybody sit back, buckle up tight. It's time for the strawberry letter with my girl, Shirley Strawberry. Thank you. Subject, she was determined to have my child. (laughs) Dear Stephen Shirley, three years ago, I decided I was going to leave my wife because she had some addiction issues. Prior to leaving my wife, I met a lady at a business convention. She was like a breath of fresh air, and we got along great. I ended up leaving my wife and moving in with her. The only problem was the moment I got there, she wanted to have a child. I told her that it was too soon, but she wouldn't take no for an answer. After a few months of being with her, my wife begged me to come home and she promised that she was sober. I returned home and my wife has been sober since. Shortly after I got back with my wife, I got a text from the other woman and it was a picture of a positive pregnancy test. I replied, congratulations, and she texted back, it's yours. We never had sex without a condom, and I know they never popped. So I asked her how could she be pregnant by me, and she replied, I did what I had to do. Despite my confusion, I was there for her throughout the pregnancy. After the baby was born, I knew he was mine. I confirmed it with a DNA test. I love this child, and I spend time with him, but I have a lot of resentment. I still can't see how this happened, and she won't talk about it. 
I've never told anyone that she stole my sperm. I am very angry about this. Is there some legal action that I can take against her? This is killing me inside. Please help. Wow. Well, first of all, I have to say to your wife, she is one understanding uh, woman, and I hope she stays sober. But um, listen, I know you're angry. I know you're hurt. I know you feel betrayed, set up, et cetera, et cetera. But, but there is a baby involved here. There's a baby that's been born here, and that's what's most important right now and for the next 18 years and beyond. Um, and you know, come on, you're grown. You know that abstinence is the only 100% sure way not to get pregnant. And yeah, 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 she tricked you, she played you, she used you, she stole your sperm, all of that. She was wrong, she was deceitful, she was evil for doing this. I mean, really, she was. But you had all kinds of clues that this could possibly happen. The moment you moved in, you said that she kept bugging you about having a child. Uh, and it takes two to make a baby. I mean, no matter how you look at it and no matter how the baby got here, in a court of law, the judge will consider the best interests of the child. I mean, and so should you at this point. As angry as you are with this woman, she is now the mother of your child, a child who is innocent, a child who needs both their parents, a child that you love and take care of. I commend you for that. So you're going to have to be an adult here. You're going to have to move out of your feelings. You're going to have to learn how how to forgive so you can be the best father to your child. Steve. Steve. Oh. <laughs> you scared me. We obviously read two different letters. <laughs> I see what you're saying from the practical standpoint, Shirley. Uh-huh. I do not understand how his wife is an understanding woman. He left her because she was a junkie. Junkies get left off. Addiction issues is what he said. <laughs> but what? You can call it whatever you want to. I'm calling it what he called it. Her ass was a junkie. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. He didn't, he didn't want to live with the junkie no more. <laughs> so it went on a I know. business trip. And he met this woman. Yeah. She was like a breath of fresh air. You know what that fresh air was? She wasn't a junkie. (laughs) We got along great. I ended up leaving my wife and moving in with her. Mm. Now, he had probably forewarned his wife that if you don't get some help, I'm going to have to leave. I can't do it. She never got (laughs) help. He left. But he met this woman at a business convention. He don't say how long it was, but she moved in. He moved in with her. The only problem was the moment he got there, she wanted to have a child, and I told her it was too soon. She wanted to have a child. Now, you didn't think she wanted nothing when you moved in? You thought you was just going to move all your stuff in there, ain't no rent, nothing. You in there eating, foot up at the refrigerator, you laying in bed, all that. Nothing. She wanted a baby. She been wanting a baby a long time. She done met you, your business, man. You at the convention. You it. You are going to be the sperm donor. So you did what you had to do. Now, after a few months of being with her, your wife begged me to come home, and she promised she was sober. Mm-hmm. 
you return home because you love your wife. And your wife been sober ever since. Well, after you got back with the wife, you got a text from the other woman, picture of a positive pregnancy test. You reply, congratulations. She texts back and says, yours. Why would she send you the picture of the pregnancy test? What you talking about, some damn congratulations? You thought you'd throw her off? <laughs> well, congratulations. I'm happy for you. You thought that was going to throw her off? I've been on the mission since you moved in. Can't throw her off with congratulations. Click. End of text. You finna get another damn text. It's yours. We never had sex without a condom. And I know they never popped. I asked her how she could be pregnant with me. She said, I did what I had to do. This is the key in this whole thing. I did what I had to do. Now, let's talk about what she did. Let me ask you something, homie. When you was through, what happened with the condom? May I have your attention, please? What happened? No, no, no. She didn't steal no spots. He gave it to her. Oh. What happened to the cards? Also, there's some other things that popped off, too. Mm-hmm. I could be more graphic, but I'm not. She got it. You took the DNA test. It's your damn baby. What? What is the letter for? <laughs> is there anything legal? I'll tell you what you can do when we come back. It ain't much of nothing. You can stick around if you want to. You can go and hang up and get to send that child support on you. Ha! That's what I'm talking about. We'll You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at 41 after the hour, 41 after the hour, we'll talk about Ice Cube's appearance on Bill Maher this past Friday after all that controversy last week. But uh, up next, right now, I should say, come on, Steve, uh, part two of your response to today's Strawberry Letter. Subject, she she was determined. Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) Was determined to have my child. Woo! Had some problems with his woman. He was married to a junkie. She couldn't. She kept getting high. He said, if you keep on, I'm going to leave you. He left. Met a woman at a business convention. They co- corroborated, collaborated, and corroborated mm-hmm. together. He then moved in. Soon as he got in, she made the announcement she want to have a child right now. He said, too soon. His wife, in the meantime, sobers up, calls him back, and tells him she wants him back and begs him back. He loves his wife. He goes back. He went back because he was tired of the baby pressure. Mm. I'd rather go stay with the junkie than to be in here to keep talking about this baby every day. Addiction but you're doing baby-making things. <laughs> Whole time you there. Yeah. She putting it on you. You accept it. After he gets back to his wife, she's very sober. It's a call from the woman, sends a text, a picture of a positive pregnancy test. I reply, congratulations, thinking that would shut it down. I'm happy for you. She said, it's yours. Never had sex without a condom. I know they never popped. So I asked her, how could she be pregnant by me? And she replied, I did what I had to do. Now, despite the confusion, he was there for her throughout the pregnancy. After the baby was born, 
I knew he was mine. I confirmed it with a DNA test. I love this child. I spend time with him. But I have a lot of resentment. I can't see how this happened, but she won't talk about it. I never told anybody she stole my sperm. You gave it to her. Hmm. Question number one, what happened with the condom when it was over? Question number two, did she do other things to you? Oh, man. Got it. If she did, there you have it. It's everywhere. Okay. Everybody following um, me? I'm got uh-huh. you. I'm sure with you. Huh? Following you, yes. Mm-hmm. So now... She kept hold to it in her hands and in another place. She went to the bathroom Mm -hmm. and put it where it needed to be. You can stop asking her how she did it. She told you she did what she had to do because she wanted a baby and you it. Now, the key is you love the child and you spend time with him. Problem is, mm-hmm. you have a lot of resentment. You mad at her. She won't talk about it, give you no answers. She's not going to. So, dog, your question is, is there some legal action I can take? <laughs> Hell no. Yeah. I don't know how you going to go to court and explain. Because <laughs> all she got to do is say, I'm pregnant and it's hid, and we had consensual sex. And what you gonna say? It's yours. The DNA proved it. See, dog, the thing about sin that I've had to learn in my life, it costs you more than you wanna pay and make you stay longer than you wanna stay. That's the problem with it. Oh, don't we all? <laughs> Who in here can't bear witness to that? Yes, sin costs you more than you want to pay and makes you stay longer than you want to stay. <gasps> Lord. And they're having a good time. Lord. <laughs> Two syllables. Oh. I can't figure out how the hell this baby mine. <laughs> we can. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it, my friend. Stop looking. So now, part of getting past the resentment is acceptance. That you had sex with this woman and she has finagled it and she has this baby and it is yours. The resentment for her may not go away, but the acceptance of the child will help. Because obviously this child was meant to be. Whether you meant for it not to be with the condom or she told you, she didn't tell you what she was doing with your goods. But he's here. Yeah. He doesn't know any of this. He doesn't understand it. You can't even explain it to him. Mm -mm. Love your son. Treat him right. Might as well treat her right. Because you remember now, hold on, dog. You left your wife at a moment when she was down. And went with this woman that didn't have no problems because she was the breath of fresh air. But all of them is problems, though. Then when you found out the problems was more than you wanted, your wife begged you back. You went back, dog. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, you played both sides of the fence. The only problem with both sides of the fence, both sides got your footprints in the grass. Let the church say it. Amen. Amen. Oh, boy. Oh, so see, when you left your wife, you started this. When you moved in with that other woman and you were still married, you started this. When your wife got herself together and begged you back and you went back and you thought you'd just leave this woman behind because you threw playing, you started this. See, dog, all this come back to you making decisions with the wrong head. That's what happened. Mm -hmm. Thinking with the wrong head. And I can tell you for a fact, he's so damn stupid. He has no business leading the thinking because he is ignorant. He don't care about all the facts. He is ignorant. Fellas, you know what I'm talking about. Yes, 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 brother. Speak on it. Absolutely. You know how stupid he is. He is so stupid. How do we even (laughs) listen to him? Dog. Wow. Man. When did it become a good idea? Do it now. Okay. <laughs> Save yourself. Don't listen. We'll We're talking to talk him because he don't lie. He ignorant. We'll be right back. He's ignorant. Yeah, we will. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hi, right, Steve. Yeah. We talked about this last week. Uh, as the first episode of the uh, comedian show following his controversial use of a racial slur on air, this past Friday night's broadcast of Real Time with Bill Maher, Bill apologized as he discussed the issue with his special guest, which included author and sociological academic uh, Michael Eric Dyson and, of course, hip-hop legend, our friend and family member Ice Cube. Cube had a lot to say. Take a listen to Bill and Cube. Comedians, they react. And it was wrong, and I apologized. And, you know, more than that, I can't do. I accept your apology. But I still think we need to get to the root of the psyche. Because I think it's a lot of guys out there who cross the line because they're a little too familiar. Or they think they're too familiar. Or it's guys that, you know... You might have a black girlfriend or two that made him some Kool-Aid every now and then. And they think they can cross the line. And they can't. You know, it's a word that has been used against us. It's like a knife, man. And you can use it as a weapon or you can use it as a tool. It's been used as a weapon against us by white people. And we're not going to let that happen again by nobody because it's not cool. Now, I know you heard, it's in the the lexicon, everybody talking, but that's our word now. That's our word now. And you can't have it back. I know they trying to get it back. This guy, and I'm not talking about you, Bill. I'm I'm not not talking about you, Bill. But I'm talking about guys who cross the line every day because they got some black homies, they got some friends, they think it's cool. And it's not cool because when I hear my homie say it, it don't feel like venom. When I hear a white person say it, it feel like that knife stabbing me, even if they don't mean it. So, you know, I like your show and it's a great show. All right. Yeah. 
I think he explained uh, it I mean, quite he's, well. He's on point with Hugh. what he's saying. Yeah. And I yeah. get Hugh. it. I'm with him. Mm-hmm. I'm with him. Like, I, I totally forgive Bill Maher, too. And he accepted disagree, his apology. Man. Totally yeah. disagree. Totally. You disagree, Jay? Yeah, I mean, we can't keep singing it and have little white kids buy our music with the word in it and don't think they're not going to use it. It's a double-sided sword. Mm -hmm. We're singing it. White kids are buying a large majority of the black music. And so they think they can say it. How are we going to put it to rhyme and to music and then get mad when people use it back at us? It ain't going nowhere ever. It's never going to be stopped being used on both sides. That's, I mean. Okay. I I mean, there are two schools of thought on the word. here's, Here's the deal. What you're saying is true, and I've always mm-hmm. said that myself. We can't mm-hmm. give it to them and then want it back. What Cube is saying is the word is ours now. Mm-hmm. We're not giving it back. Mm-hmm. That I understand what he's coming from. S- because it does sound totally different when a white says it. It does. Than yeah. a black. It sounds totally different. Because we knew that we know the origin of the word, what it mm-hmm. stemmed from. Mm-hmm. Now, black people have took it and used it, like Cube say, when his homies say it, it don't sound like venom to him. It don't. I, I use the word all the time. I'm not hypocritical about it at mm-hmm. all. I use it all the time, but I use I use it around people that I know. Mm-hmm. You know, I've I've got a lot of DVDs out there, a lot of comedy specials. Ain't never heard me say it one time mm-hmm. on it because of the way Jay is explaining it. I don't mm-hmm. want to give it to you in a joke form and you give it back to me in what you think as a joke form because mm-hmm. I ain't going to think it's funny. Didn't, I just ain't um, going to think it's funny. Be conscious of that your whole as, career. Yeah, yeah, as comedians, didn't Richard Pryor say on one of his stand-up the, specials... Around the end, he, he said he wasn't going to use it yeah, anymore. He yeah, he went to yeah. Africa yeah. and he mm-hmm. said no one called each other yeah. the N-word, and he decided that he wouldn't use wouldn't it anymore. Use it. Right. Yeah. See, everybody got to come to the realization mm-hmm. of their own. Now, did that Deprive stop saying it in his day-to-day? I don't know. But he mm-hmm. stopped saying it on his specials. I never said it on the special, but I say it in my day-to-day. Yeah. But like like Cube say, when my boy said, I don't feel no venom. Yeah, it you does know? hurt when somebody white says, you're right. He's right Most of that, my man. friends, that's Older, like Rico and Butch, I hardly ever see them say it. No, they got insurance agencies and stuff. I hardly ever hear them say it. Me. (laughs) On the other hand. I I let them have it. (laughs) You know, I'm not going to be hypocritical, but I don't do it on TV, on the mm -hmm. radio. Mm -hmm. I don't do it on my comedy shows. Well, let me ask you this. Because it's an internal thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't is, want nobody saying it back to me because I ain't going to handle it the same way. Right. Is it a term of endearment, Steve, when you say it to your boys? Is that oh, where you Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And I you think that that's what, the man. I think yeah. that's what other point. races are missing. That's how he greets me every morning. Yeah, that's what they're missing <laughs> that, you know, we turn such a yeah. hateful word. word. You know, such a racial yeah. word, a racist word into hey, a term something. of endearment. At my mm-hmm. mama's funeral, uh-huh. I cannot count the times hustlers and hood cats and pimps was hugging me. And while we was hugging, that <laughs> word came up. Right. It was an endearment. And you always been my man. And you're going to be good, man. Hanging there in. I mean, just at my mama's funeral, the tears on their face. 
Fanny and your mama was good to me, man. I'm sure sorry about Miss Harvey, man. Man, I do that my mama feels him. Man, y'all need to pray for him, man. I ain't doing good. I'm, I'm, hey, all right, cool. Wasn't nothing of it. Mm-hmm. But what Cube is saying is a fact. Yeah. Like he said, and never had it this way, but it's our word now. We're not giving it back. We ain't giving it back. But there are, but then he threw a jab at Bill Maher, too. He said some people think because they got a couple black girlfriends, they done made them mm-hmm. some Kool-Aid. Because, you know, Bill Maher date yeah. black chicks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he, he stabbed Kool-Aid. Him, he made you a couple glasses of Kool-Aid. You get comfortable. Take, think you take can take say that. That's why I truly believe he said it, because of that, because of his yeah. comfortability Comfort. level. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. And but All he's right. a good guy. As a comedian, he crossed the line. He know, but he's apologized. Mm-hmm. He cool. apologized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let's go to this jam right now. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, this is your time. Um, I'm right here. One of your fa- yeah, one of your favorite segments. You love Ask Steve. Call us if you have a question for Steve. Eight seven seven twenty nine Steve. You ready? Let's go to the phones. Let's talk to, um, let's go to line one. Talk to Gigi out of New York. Gigi? Gigi. Hello? Line one. Hello. Here she is. Hello? Gigi. How are you? She has a nice voice already. Hi. Yeah, call me right on down. Uh-huh. Hello, Mr. Harvey and the Morning Club. How are you? We're doing wonderful. Uh, what's your question or comment, Gigi? I, I, I just have a quick um, story to tell you. Um, my dad told me this story when I was a teenager. It was in reference to his family working on a farm as a young boy. Um, mm-hmm. He grew up in the South. And um, the farm was owned by a white man, of course. So um, he said his dad had gotten ill while they were working out in the field, had became ill. So my dad wanted to take him, his father to the hospital. And the, um, the owner of the farm said to him, get your ass back to work mm. at anywhere. And my dad answered him with, tell me that, again, I will kill you where you stand. So why, I, I don't understand why is this such a word that's used as a term of endearment for black people? Well, I can't answer that question for you because um, I think almost as Cube said, we a lot of us took the word back and we reinvented it. Now, that don't make it right or that don't make it have to be acceptable or agreeable to anyone. It's just the way it is. I didn't, um, you know, from from my personal standpoint, it's what it is. It's not a derogatory term amongst me and my friends. And I, I, uh, I'm just being, just you know, just saying it just not to be hypocritical. Uh, I think the public use of it is different. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't exist. But like J. Anthony Brown said, I mean, man, come on. We can't keep putting it to song mm-hmm. and to joke. And then expect when somebody tell the joke not to repeat it or when they sing the song or the rap not to repeat the rap the way you wrote it. It's kind of hard. So I understand what you're saying. I definitely do. You're absolutely correct in feeling what you feel. I think you're 100% correct. 
Mm. I think you touched on something too, Steve. Thank you, Gigi, that maybe it shouldn't be in music anymore because uh, I think off the air, Carla made the statement that you went to a concert and uh, um, it was in the songs and there were a lot of white people in the audience and they were singing the N-word because that's the word that was in the song and you were feeling some kind of way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me and my husband, we were very uncomfortable with that. Ready to fight, matter of fact. <laughs> I'm ready set. <laughs> but Junior, we looked around and knew. Yeah. It was full of white people, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Time to go row by row. Yeah. But yeah. I think also what Cube was trying to say was that, or what he said so eloquently, let me just say that, was that when we use it like that or when, you know, black people use it you take the power you diminish the power that negativity that what Mm -hmm. it stood for you know back from back Mm -hmm. in slavery times let's go to line three and talk to uh benita out of north carolina benita yes good morning family how y'all doing good question or comment darling either one i have a comment in reference to the n-word um Mm -hmm. You know, everybody's taking it so personal, but if you look at the dictionary, it doesn't label mm-hmm. anybody specifically. It's a lazy, ignorant person. So I don't see, you know, I understand in reference to the crazy times and this, that, and the other, but we know who we are, then it really shouldn't be that big of an issue. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's right about the definition. Of it. Mm-hmm. You mean lazy, ignorant person? In the, in the dictionary, it's a lazy, ignorant person, and I have a few white friends myself, whereas I will, you know, I call them the N-word, you know, because you do. I know I'm not, I'm not ignorant. I'm you call your white friends the N-word? I'm not the N-word. I'm not, I'm not lazy. I'm not ignorant. I'm not, you know, so. I've been right by my uncle the whole time, man. <laughs> Here, Junior. I'm, I'm just telling you, I, I call him that all the time. Who? My uncle. He he lives in England. Another uncle, not yeah, not this. This is a debatable thing. Next question, show. Let's go to line four. Talk to Roland. Roland, New York. Hello. Roland, what's your comment or question? Uh, kind of both. First of all, I want to say uh, good morning to the crew. It's my first time going. I've tried many times to get through. It's my first time. I want to say good morning to everybody. Oh, okay. Um, my thing is, um, I, don't, I don't use it. I used it as when I was young coming up. And then, you know, after seeing a lot of things on TV and, you know, just watching stuff like the underground. And I just don't use the word anymore. And when people, mm-hmm. you know, say it, I have a lot of friends that do use it. And when they mm-hmm. say it to me, I, I always tell them, you know, I'm not that. And I, I wish that you don't call me that, you know, and, and I, I teach my kids that. Please don't use that word. My son is a rapper, and and it's hard for him. You know, he uses it. I asked him not to, but he still uses it because, you know, this is what rappers do. And I think that if it's just taken out of, like, everything, if nobody used it, it, mm-hmm. it would make it so much better. Does. Because I think, I think that we've, we've all gone through this so much, and there's so much pain in, involved in it. And I think that if, if a person says it to me who's black, it hurts just as much as a white person mm-hmm. thinks. Really? That's, that's wow. just me, yes. Wow, yes. that's interesting. It's I mean, I agree follow- with you a thousand percent. I think if we could all stop saying it, yep. I would stop saying it. But it's eight dudes, though, that mm-hmm. we just go. We just, when we see each other, it's just going. Yeah, it's just eight of us. Mm-hmm. I know in that, that circle. In that circle. <laughs> On site, they get it. I'm one of them. <laughs> 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 
It has to start yeah, with well, you. And I'm one, the, I know. So. The stopping of it has to start with you is what yeah. Roland yeah, well, is saying. It has to start with us. It ain't, ain't stop <laughs> Just don't be around me when I'm eating. No, he'd be glad to see me, too. <laughs> well, they better stop scaring us, for one. <laughs> all right, when we, when we come back, uh, more Ask Steve, all right? <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, we're in the middle of Ask Steve. Call us if you have any questions for Steve at 877-29-STEVE. We've been talking about the use of the N-word, the usage of the Mm N-word this morning. You can ask him about anything, though. Um, Steve, you ready to take more calls? Yeah. All right. (laughs) What? What are you up to? I see this dude on Uh, uh, Instagram called mm -hmm. Spice Adams. He's doing the NBA Finals. Uh huh. Well, I'm hollering. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm hollering, man. All right, go ahead. Let's go. All right, yeah, I'm going to need you to pay attention to that right now. Uh, let's go to line seven and talk to a Sing out of New York. She's been um, holding for a while. Sing. Sing. Hello. Okay. Hello. Yeah, yeah. Hello. Man, what's your qu- question or comment? Okay, I'm, I want to make a comment about this N word thing. All right. I'm hearing people and celebrities in general, including you too, Steve, you are saying it is terms of endearment. This is a word that is acceptable. This is a word that says ignorant, unteachable, dumb-dumb. That's the way I interpret that word. We have other rappers and other ethnic groups. They never, Spanish people don't use the S word. Chinese people don't call themselves the C word and on and on. But we choose as a people to adopt this word and say it is okay because it's a term of endearment. This is a word that is a disgrace. I wouldn't call you an a-hole and call it a term of endearment. How dare I call you an N and say it's okay and you my N-N. That is insane. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I, I accept what you're saying, brother. That's fine. But I'm just talking about me. I do. I'm just saying it without being hypocritical. I'm just telling you how I do it, how I am. I'm just doing it without being hypocritical. I could lie to you and tell you I don't never use it because you ain't never heard me say it. It ain't on none of my tapes, TV shows, videos, stand-up. 32 years of stand-up, ain't nobody heard me say it. I'm just telling you in, in my personal life with my dear friends, we talk like that all the time. And I got, you know, people don't have to agree. You don't got to do it. I'm okay with that. I understand. I respect what you said. I think you're absolutely fine thinking what you're thinking. I really do. I'm just making a statement. I ain't saying you got to accept it like the way I am, handle it the way I handle it. I think you should continue to feel exactly the way you feel. I really do. I think it's healthy. I wish more people felt like you. I'm just telling you I don't. With the use of the word, with my cats that I grew up with, the way we are, that's that's how we talk to each other. And I understand what you're saying. And I appreciate it. I wish everybody felt like that. Hell, I, I kind of wish I felt like that. I just don't. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thank no, you. No, he said celebrities and you. Once you say me, then he was, he was you know, this, I ain't give a damn what you thought about the rest of them. He said you. 
see, mm-hmm. see, see, the one thing I like, I like personal confrontation. And I respect a man that call in on the show and say what oh, he said. Yeah. And I've had yeah. utmost respect for him. And I think he's 100% correct. I would rather a man talk to me to my face than like these cowards that's got these keyboards and typing stuff about me and don't even know me. I'm a Uncle Tom, a coon, and all that. I'd rather you call in and say it. Because I bet if you call me and you get through saying it, I bet when we get through talking, I bet you feel different. Okay. Um. Won't he do that? be a different state. I don't know. <laughs> I swear to God, I'll flip it. You know It'll be about something else. It'll be about your different. personal safety. Jay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right, let's, game let's on go to a song. Everybody, yeah, everybody, <laughs> calm down. On, <laughs> we'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, um, Steve, tomorrow's the day. <laughs> it got here fast, huh? We're, I'm talking about mentoring, of course. Um, your mentoring camp opens tomorrow. Tuesday. Yeah, it opens tomorrow. Mm-hmm. First day. Wow. Oh. Uh, Right after the radio show, then that evening they'll come in. Yeah. And uh, it's on and crack. We start mm-hmm. changing boys' lives. That's real cool. Yeah. We and start changing boys' lives. 250 boys be there this year. Wow, that's, that's so a good. lot. You've upped your game. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I think what I'm going to do, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to create a program where I could do thousands. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. outstanding, Steve. Uh-huh. It's coming. Yeah. Okay. It's coming. I'm going to get mm-hmm. it done. I'm mm-hmm. determined yeah. to get it done. It has to be done. We've got to help these young boys change their That's lives. Right. That's right. And if you'd like to help, if you'd like to help and support and everything, if you want to help, uh, Steve, tell them how to do that. They can text uh, Get your phone out yeah. and hit like you want to text somebody. Hit the little mm-hmm. write or text button. On the line 2, text 91999. On the line that says 2, just type in 91999. In the block that says message, type in Steve and press send. It'll tell you what to do. Any donation will help, man. Anything you can give. 100% right. of it goes to change a boys and girls' lives. Period. Mm-hmm. I do not take a salary. I have to pay people to do certain things, of course. You know, you can't put up a tent for free. Everybody don't care, Everybody don't care about the kids. I asked them people to bring all them portable showers and bathrooms out there. They they charge. Mm-hmm. The people who make the t-shirts charge. Camping equipment charge. Beds, cots charges charge. I got to bring in three hundred beds, man. Yeah. I bring in a lot, man. You got so a lot of see, vendors. Huh? See, for someone who doesn't know, who's never been to the mentoring camp before, just tell them. Just, you know, give us a little overview of what it's like. I mean, I bring 250 boys. I bring their mothers. They're all single mothers who are raising boys without the help of a man. I know that's hard, so I give the women a hand. I keep their boys for a week. The mothers get off. They go over to, uh, we feed them. They come to the first dinner together, the boys and the moms. We give them an overview of what's going to happen. A little bit later on, we separate them. The moms go to hotels. The boys stay at the camp. I pitched tents. I had facilities last year, but I lost that place. So I have to pitch tents, bring in showers, bathrooms, everything. Um, 
you know, I got to bring everything in. I got these boys out here. They got to shower every day. They got to use the bathroom. I got to feed them. Uh, you try feeding 250 boys and 250 mothers. It's very expensive. And uh, we get them in there. We teach them about two things, manhood and dreams. That's it. We introduce them to all types of successful men from the military to IBM to Ford Motor Company to State Farm everywhere. And they just and every boy leaves with a mentor, a phone number of a man that they, you know, built a bond with. All right. I will talk more about it. For details, go to HarveyFoundation.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve. I'm going to do something like that, too. I'm going to do me a move. I'm going to do my... Your life story? I I might just do a comeback tour and just call it something real crazy. I want to (laughs) go. No, something like, you know. A comeback tour. Come back to a corner like the lips is back. Because <laughs> all eyes on me. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that movie oh, looks can't good. miss these lips. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, one more thing. One last thing. Just one more thing, Steve. Uh, French fries, it says, may kill you. <gasps> This is according to a study published what? in the American Journal of Clinical. We all love, love, French love fries. fries. Yeah. Come on now. Ain't bad for you? Yeah, this is a study published in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition. It's suggesting that if you eat fries at least twice a week, it could increase, I don't know if you're ready for this, could increase your risk of death. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Damn. <laughs> well, hey, this is an eight-year study. They've been studying French this for fries? eight years. It followed the fried potato eating habits of 4,400 volunteers between the ages of 45 and 79 and found that those who ate fries twice a week increased their risk of death more than double those who didn't. There is one bit of good news in the study, though. It turns out if you don't want to die, you don't have to give up potatoes altogether, just the fried ones, okay? You can boil them, you can bake them, Mm -hmm. you can mash them. They showed no increased risk of death at all, at least until another study, of course, tells us differently. But right now, twice a week, because if if you you eat French fries twice a week, you eat other stuff that's not healthy. Yeah, burgers, fried chicken. But once a week is cool. Who did the study, Shirley? Uh, Like I said, it was published in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition. They study 4,400 people. Steve, you eat fries? Hell yeah. (laughs) eat fries. (laughs) (laughs) On my vacation, I was going to eat them every day. I don't want to die now. You got to cut back, Steve. (laughs) Sorry, but yeah. Bake it this time, partner. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Baked fries. Baked are, fries are good, but yeah. they don't. It's not like yeah. French fries. Yeah. It you, just ain't. Yeah, it's yeah you not can't get the same. same it's no, some you stuff you just have to fry. Chicken is one of them. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah, I love baked catfish. chicken. It's all right. Catfish. Got yeah. fried chicken. Oh, yeah, baked, baked catfish. Chicken. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah. Uh huh. But come on. Yeah. Baked wings is all right. Yeah, it is. All right. Yeah. But you fry them things. Get that hot sauce. (laughs) If there was a baked chicken and waffle, they'd go out of business. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be down at the pier this week, barbecuing and grilling and stuff. My two famous Mm -hmm. sandwiches will be on display all week. 
Let's just eat what's what your sandwich. What is your favorite? What is your favorite sandwich? I, I can't tell you how I do them because people are trying to steal them. Well, okay, well, what is the, the meat involved? Yeah. Either no, I can't do it until I register them because people will take my stuff. Yeah. Oh, oh, I made a mistake already. I said something on the radio. Next thing I know, somebody had picked made it the domain name. Uh-huh. That after do that. Mm-hmm. So, oh so you no, he can't. Well, please, wow. please, oh, from a hot sauce, Steve. Steve. I sent you a lot of it. Lots, lots. You have different levels Garlic, of hot habanero, peach and pepper, mm-hmm. and cayenne. When, when, when did you send it? It's gone. It's there now. It's there. It, it's it where? At the camp. My hot sauce oh, is okay. at the camp. Okay. Waiting on you. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is this your hot? I was supposed to have no. something sent to this. To Couldn't me, get them all. To my yeah. house. What did? What was I supposed to have? Sent to my house. <laughs> Food. It ain't him. He got so much going on. I man, I got so much going on, man. It's crazy, man. You mean as in me? Now, I'm going to just get on off because I got some packing to do. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't get off yet. I got to go right Why? now. I got packing <laughs> to do. Because <laughs> you want to be ready for the boys. <laughs> You know Steve looks like uh, Indiana Jones at the when camp. When he goes to the camp. Uh-huh. Yeah. He has the hat. <laughs> <laughs> he has the slacks. He has yeah. the, the, the machete the thing. The vest with all yeah. the pockets. Yeah, all of that. He oh, yeah. All of that. All, yeah. He looks it's crazy. like Indiana Jones. He does. He's a diver. Right in the front of the house. Huh? What would you say, Steve? At this camp I'm doing this year, there's a lake right in front of the house that I'm staying in. Um. I stayed in the house last year. didn't have a lock on it, though. Uh-oh. What? <laughs> yeah, wasn't no lock on the door. I mean, wasn't even a door knob <laughs> to even make you. You didn't have to turn them. You just pushed these double doors open, and there I was just laying up there naked. <laughs> what? That's chaos. You sleep nude? <laughs> yeah, y'all sleep nude. <laughs> I bet the mosquitoes tan your ass up. <laughs> no, they wasn't. I, 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 I know what to do. I'm country boy, man. The mosquitoes in y'all house. I'm country ass boy. I know how to get rid of all that. Burn Y'all got right. all them ants and all that. I ain't dealing with that, man. <laughs> well, how do you get rid of mosquitoes? Hang that water bag up get there. You that, water get bag. you that water bag. Uh, what water bag? Put that water yeah. in and drop them pennies yeah. in there. Like a little Ziploc bag. Ziploc. Mm-hmm. Wait hang a minute. On you up put... there, away from where y'all sitting at. That'll keep all the flies out. Mosquitoes are going to water. You want to keep flies away from your food. Here's another tip. If you outside at a cookout, you want to keep flies away from you, take a bowl. Put all. Apple cider vinegar in it, uh-huh. yeah. and then sprinkle all over the top of it them crushed red peppers. Mm. You know, them little pepper mm, flakes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sprinkle that on top of the vinegar. Set that in the middle of the table. Won't have a flower over there on your head. How do you know this country. stuff? I'm country ass dude, country. man. We country people. We hey, we gotta eat outside. Now, Got no time for this here. For Y'all buying all them centinella candles? Don't work still to get your ass ain't yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. <laughs> hey, y'all, y'all have a great day. God loves you. Have a wonderful weekend. It's I Monday. said have a wonderful oh, weekend. Monday. It's Monday. Yeah. Well, say it then. It's Monday. <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Business as usual is a thing of the past. These days, when it comes to helping businesses evolve and innovate, a little unconventional thinking goes a long way. T-Mobile for Business breaks with convention to help businesses realize new possibilities. They offer America's largest and fastest 5G network, a reimagined customer experience to give you solutions in the moment, and premium benefits like 5G with every plan. Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs. Details at T-Mobile.com slash unconventional. Open Signal awarded T-Mobile fastest 5G network based on average speeds. USA 5G user experience report January 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require certain plan or feature. See T-Mobile.com. 